smell something? Put that cookie down! Hello and welcome to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. I'm Chanstar. Uh, we're fans, we're filmmakers, and we're fa-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-laring this week because it is a Christmas episode by my mandate because I love Christmas. We have a very special guest this week. We have our producer, Zane C. Weber. I'm not only your producer. Well, you're, what? <laughs> I am producing today, though. Producing. You're producing today, yes. Yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Zane C. Weber. <laughs> I am very special. Hi, Zane. Hi. I wasn't prepared for that. What does the C stand for? Take a guess. Oh, oh, is it Chanster? Uh, No. Damn it. I thought I had a... My parents were not that creative. I remember you made me, when when we first met, and I was like trying to figure it out, and you made it like a quiz, an ongoing quiz, and you were like, it's something I'm not. And I'm like, what is that? And I just... It's a noun. It's a noun. Oh, and it's I was going to assume it was a musical. I was going to go Chicago. Uh, <laughs> Zane, Zane Chicago, Chicago Weber. <laughs> that's actually, that's, that's like kind of cool. It works. I'm going to become a blues musician. Starring <laughs> Renee Zellweger and <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones. Your middle name is. Deep yes. cut, Chanster. Yeah. Deep cut. Wait, why? 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 <laughs> a Best Picture 2000? Yes. 99? 2002. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 2002. Beat the pianist, thank well, God. You completely missed the point that it wasn't a deep cut. <laughs> no. Okay, well, let's let, let's get into it. As always, we shall start the episode Wait, with... Oh, should we, should, we, should we... What? We're not going to find out? Is We're not going to find out? Oh, it's, you're close. You're very oh, close. Oh, Christian. There yes, go. there oh. you go. It took me like a month and a half a to month, feel like... A month, like six that. months. And I think I had to cheat and just ask someone who knew you yeah, to true. ask for it. Because I was like, you just the clues were so weirdly obscure. But um, yes, so uh, should we, should we, do you want to tell anything about yourself, Zane? Uh, I run your podcast network, so I'm technically all of your bosses, I'm saying. I'm going to declare that now. You're all fine. This is my podcast now. Damn it. <laughs> Welcome to Mighty Motion Power Rangers. Picture, Picture Rangers. Rangers. I don't, <laughs> Trademark. No. That's actually. No, I think we're going to cut that title. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, no, but I'm also on. Uh, You're like the Ryan Murphy of Brisbane podcasts, aren't you? No. With better endings. Well, you haven't ended anything yet, so we'll yeah, see. that's right. <laughs> so I'm on second take, which both Chanstar and Shane have guessed on, and Josh hey is going to have to eventually because it's a tradition now. Yay. <laughs> they, they, review a sing- they review a movie every week? Yeah, well, so we focused in on one movie, whether or not we liked it, then we remake it to make it better. <laughs> When yeah, I, I do it, we make it, it better. better with your remakes, though, because don't you like me to have all the characters be fish or something? Sometimes I don't have full creative control over that <laughs> process. So uh, talk to my uh, co-hosts. But yeah, I also do a musical podcast and some Dungeons and Dragons podcasts and sleep podcasts. Go to that's not canonproductions.com. You'll find all of my podcasts. And this one too. If you're and not already one. subscribed, subscribe. Um, so well, that, that turned dark, uh, <laughs> especially for a Christmas episode. We're doing Christmas theme this week. We're gonna oh, we're not about... focusing on horror movies because I've got a few. This Ooh. Christmas horror is a solid genre that exists. Yeah. And it's a I fun... just mentioned holidays before, if you remember. So holidays. different holidays. Horror, horror movies. I need to see. I'm just, so it's on Netflix. I need to yeah, see. Yeah, it's on Netflix. But um, as always, we shall start this episode with uh, what have you been watching? I think we need like a jingle. Like we need, like we I feel like it needs like a barbershop. Like what, what have, have you been watching? watching? God, that was so out of tune. <laughs> what are We're you doing that? that was beautiful. We're going to pre-record that and add that onto every single episode. <laughs> Vito. <laughs> awesome. No. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we shall start with our guest. Do you want to start? Do you want to start? What have you been watching this week, Sam? Uh, I watched the Netflix series Sinner. Oh, I oh, love yeah. that Ooh. show. It's not technically Netflix, but I'll give you a Wait, the Jessica It's Bjorn. on Netflix. I watched it on Netflix. Wait, it's, the Sinner? The uh, Jessica Biel show. The Jessica Biel one? Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which, it was all right. It was... Very interesting. It, it felt like... I haven't finished uh, it yet. True Detective Light. Like the Which first good. series. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> as good as True Detective, but True it Detective was similar good, to... True Detective was terrible. True Detective 1, so wait, I really Is it like enjoyed. Diet True Detective? Is it True Detective 0? Is it True Detective No, Zach? True Detective with Diet stevia. True Detective. Okay, cool. True, yeah. no but they used stevia instead of disgusting. sugar. There was, oh, there, so was, life. there was some character stuff that was like not necessary to the plot or to the character. So I don't know why it was in there apart from it was in True Detective. So we had to add some weird sex thing in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, other than that, I've just been... 
well, uh, The Little Hours, which is a oh, yeah. improvised non-swearing movie. Yes, it's got a, a, lots of big names in the cast uh, for like five seconds each. Yeah, and it was it's funny enough. It's not going to be on my top ten list for the year, but I gave it like a two out of five. Like it was, not, I had so many problems with I, it. I think it's a solid three. It's a solid. That three. means you'd recommend people to watch it. I'd recommend people to watch it just for the experience of it. Yeah. Go if you're going in blind and you don't, you're not expecting anything. It will be worth it. But yeah. I was expecting a lot more comedy and a lot less stuff that isn't comedy. <laughs> I also watched Raw. Oh, oh I love that beautiful. movie. Eddie Murphy at his best. <laughs> I actually have recently watched Eddie Murphy yeah, Roar as well. Awesome. How awkward is it though? Because like yeah, that, none of it works anymore. The, yeah, really. it, it doesn't. Not it doesn't age well. Age well. No. Uh, but that's kind of Eddie Murphy for you. I'm not a huge fan of Raw. Really? Not a huge fan. I appreciate what it does, and I in that that whole European body horror sort of thing. There wasn't a lot of body horror. And that, I did a whole thing on this oh, recently because it, it's not – she uses uh, – the, the director uses body horror as a way of telling a coming-of-age yes. story because yeah. it is a coming-of-age story Very much so, about really. a cannibal. Oh, but I think I'm just growing out of coming-of-age stories. So. Uh, we were having this discussion old, about it. Because yeah. I'm very, very old and teenagers <laughs> just don't interest me anymore. I don't Boy. care about you and your problems. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so is that everything? Okay. That's it. Josh, I'm what out. have you been watching? Oh, what a week. Oh, man. What a week, <laughs> yes, because we totally didn't just record the last episode <laughs> now. Like, we didn't sit down and record two in a row. Um, but no, I also, I, I, this week, uh, I watched uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Um, the Love third it. and, I guess, like, general final entry into the Apes trilogy, reboot trilogy. Oh, so they're not going to make... Uh... It's not a reboot, though. It's a canon, isn't it? No, it, it is no, canon. No, 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 no. You haven't seen all. Is it five or seven? Five. You haven't seen all five Planet of the Apes films. I know I have not. Ah, oh, I've got them on DVD. Come over sometime. They're great. <laughs> anyway, it's a, a Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Is essentially, a, a remake of the fourth film. Yes. So, so it's on a re- it's on a remake of the original. Yeah, um, it, 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 it ignores the third film because the third film is where they travel back in time. Uh, but it's essentially the fourth story without all the time travel stuff. Cool. <laughs> it, it's set. <laughs> it's set in the in the present day before all the shit goes down. But then the shit goes down, and that's um, mm. so. Yeah, Rise is directed by Rupert Wyatt, and then uh, these two were directed by what's his Matt name? Reeves. Matt Reeves is directing Batman soon, so we'll see about is that. Is he? He's directing really? Batfleck. <laughs> well, doesn't he, he want? Doesn't he want? Who does he want as Batman now? Jake Gyllenhaal. Ugh. I could see that. That'd be hilarious. Just because I recently watched Okja, and Okja was the only other He's movie good in that. other than Bubble Boy where he does that really <laughs> childlike voice. Is he in Bubble Boy? He, he is, is Bubble Boy. Boy. He's Bubble Boy. I haven't seen Bubble Boy. Oh, man. He does the same voice he does in Okja, and I want to see that Batman. I want to see that Batman so bad. Um, back oh. to war, though. Back yeah, to, well, well, uh, uh, back to all these ape goodness. I believe... Um, it was a good capper for the trilogy. Um, I really enjoyed Caesar's arc as a character and Andy Serkis, man. Like, oh. um, and what they do with um, the fighting, what, what what they bring out of it, like, and how they explain, I guess, light, light, light spoilers, but if you watch the original, you know humans can't talk, so they touch on that. Oh, cool. Um, and in a very cool way. Uh, Yes, and Chancellor. Chancellor, what have you been watching? What, are you watching? Um, what have I been watching? Um, <laughs> if we're going to pretend that we filmed this, uh, that we recorded this a week after the last episode, I'm about we're to totally go see Lethal Weapon. So, because uh, I got tickets at the Maya Center. So, nice. hey, I nice. saw Lethal Weapon <laughs> last week. I still week. haven't seen that yet. What the fuck, man? I know. I bought it, though. I'm going to watch it. I need to. My 80s. I've he hasn't told watched you this, the right? 80s. My 80s. <laughs> he hasn't watched so the entire decade. He missed, it's like he was born two years after the decade had ended. What a bastard. I know, right? So is that, is that, that that's all you've been? Yeah, well, yeah. You're going much. to watch. I only, I only got a chance to watch Hindi films this week. Didn't you I'm also sorry. watch Die Hard with Michael? 
No, no, no I, I, I that wasn't I, you. That was just pe- that was just I, I had work Friday page. night, man. Yeah, was I, I think I won technically won that ticket, and then I didn't go because I was I didn't know I got announced the day of the ticket. Yeah. Uh, but so, what have I been watching? Well, I watched in the spirit of this episode. I've watched a Christmas movie called Better Watch Out, and holy shit. The, they marketed this movie and they've talked about this movie in a certain way and so I went in expecting something. And this movie takes one of the best sudden gear changes since, like, Psycho because you think you know where this movie is going and then about 25 minutes in totally fucks with your expectations. And it's one of those movies that knows... Have you have you seen it, Zane? I have not seen it, no. It's it's It's... Worth it, and don't go in knowing anything about it. I'm going to try and not spoil it, but it's just it, it, it's a movie that knows you've seen a lot. It, it it assumes you've seen a lot of movies, and so it fucks with your expectations based on that. Like, Brilliant. it's cool, it's yeah. so much fun. I don't want to say anything about it. It'd be a very good companion piece to the Babysitter, though. Oh, if okay, that's cool. an indication, well, very I'll, similar, I'll watch that again. <laughs> very similar setup, but completely different. And it's a Christmas movie. And it's great. Is it on Netflix? No, no, it just came out. They released it on cinemas here in Australia. I saw it in cinemas yesterday, yeah. Um, At all the Cineplex ones, Rialto Distribution, who's one of the best distributors in Australia, I might add. They're distributing it. I think it's on DVD in America. Sponsor us, Rialto. I feel like they don't have enough money to... (laughs) 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 They're a very small company, but they release like Tangerine and um, Ah, God's Own Country. They're very good for good movies and trying to get them on time here in Australia. Small movies. Yes, um, I watched the first episode of Mindhunter. Cool. Just the finally got around to watching that. It's good. It's Couldn't get into it. Really? I watched I, the first I, two I agree or three. With Zane. Oh, okay, if I only watched um, the first one, I'm not sold, but is enough in there for me to keep watching it? Yeah, I gave it three episodes and it just didn't give me enough. Jonathan Groff? Doesn't tickle your fancy? I don't dislike Jonathan Groff. Like he's not a he's point not, against it. He's not singing in this show, though, so. Yeah, but he didn't. Well, so, yeah, to be fair, if I was watching a Fincher, I'd rather just rewatch Social Network. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, and I watched. I've been watching, working through season three of The Strain, which I love. That oh, show is excellent. just fun. I haven't watched uh, season two yet, but I read the books. Did you watch season one? Yeah, I read. Watch season one. Definitely watch season one. But the, the way season one ended kind of means that the way the season two is going to happen, it's not going to be the same as the book. But they're only doing three seasons, four seasons. Four, is it? They've just finished, so I'm trying to catch oh, up. Oh, cool! They, yeah, awesome. they've done. They've finished the story. Ah, excellent. Because um, you haven't read the books, have you? No. The third book is where things get weird. Because, like, all up until that point, it's all like once. Because the, the first book and the second book were all based five days apart. It was a five day story. And then, boom, it's like five years later. Everything's gone wrong. It's all sorts they're of They're kind of working towards that. I feel like they're going to do that from season three to season four. But okay, I cool. Finished it. I love David. But David Bradley is just crushing it. In He's, he's played Satrakian. Yeah. It's the old man. He's just brilliant. Um, and then I also okay. I f- finished a rewatch of 30 Rock, finally. At that show, is just one of the best comedies ever made. I need to rewatch that. It's, oh, it's so... Fittingly good. enough, that is a Christmas tradition of mine. To rewatch Thirty Rock, all well, not all, all of it. Jesus. Oh, not all seasons. of it. it took me like but four. I have a marathon. Do you just like go six TVs next to each other? Yeah, well, look, seven TVs. Watch each season at the same you know what's time. Perfect. Really cool. Before we get into our main topic, what Stan's doing at the moment is they picked um, the Christmas episodes out of television shows and they've collated them that. together and along huh. with the movies. And I thought, oh, that wow, was a very, it's a really, it's a really clever. They did it last year as well, and I was like, yeah. that's really cool because you can just, you know, they've got like the Will and Grace one. They've got oh, Friends, Friends. Yeah, friends. Um, step up your game, Netflix. <laughs> you're beating, you're being beaten by a guy called But Netflix are like funding Stan. whole Christmas movies. There's a really bad movie with Rose McIver in it called the, A Christmas Prince or something like that. Oh, I saw that. Wait, is that oh. an old movie? No, it's a Netflix. movie. Okay, yeah, I thought it looks like a shitty Netflix. Movie. It looks, it's a shitty, like it looks like a Hallmark movie. <laughs> it is. Oh, fantastic. But Netflix bought it or something. So I guess that brings us to a main topic because holiday season is here. We're recording this in December and we will release in December at some point. Barely. <laughs> uh, so what what are some of your movie TV traditions, guys? Well, Zane, you watch 30 Rock. Do you do anything else? Well, I also watch Christmas movies. You actually do? Yeah. Well, there's been a couple of years. I'm not doing it this year because I just don't have the time. But I usually but... compile 30 movies to do in the 30 days before New Year's Eve. Oh, my cool. God. Wow. So I know a guy is... who does that in October. But what do you do after Christmas? 
kill what himself. Mean, are I they do? New Year's movies? Is that <laughs> no, a they're Christmas movies. I'm not going to let that slide chance. So <laughs> I, I usually slay, <laughs> save the uh, the horror Christmas Just movies next myself after, every year. Reborn like the Phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad no one else paid attention to what I said there. But <laughs> what did you say? Oh, when you asked, uh, what does he do at the end? Yeah, he go kill himself. <laughs> It's the only option. It's like, I've watched all the Christmas films. <laughs> you never get to the end of Christmas movies. There are too many. <laughs> you can never escape Christmas. Christmas is part of you forever. Yeah, forever. you can't. You can't escape Christmas. Yeah. This year I'm specifically doing as little Christmas as possible, That's but fair. you can't escape it. It's everywhere. It is. It is. Do you have any traditions, Josh? Um, Like, look, uh, it's interesting. I have a kind of set of films. I don't watch every film. Uh, I watch Elf, the John Favreau movie with um, Will Ferrell. Because, yep. like, I always enjoyed oh. that. Uh, and the seminal classic, Die Hard, because... It, Absolutely. I know everyone brings it up every year and they think it's a new thing that they believe it's a Christmas movie. I'm like, we, we all know it's a Christmas I think movie. It's, I think it's bigger this year than any year before There's that, a lot like, of articles and stuff. It's because the internet did a whole thing last Christmas and they're like, there are two pe- kinds of people. People who think... The Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and the people who are wrong. But, like, I just hate the idea that everyone thinks it's a new thing. It's not a new thing. We all know it, so it is what it is. So that's why it's hence a tradition. I controversially don't consider it a Christmas movie. Don't okay. consider Die Hard. I have watched it every Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Fair think it, it it is a like uh, an inverted commas Christmas. Okay. Now, movie. can I ask why? Because I was going to bring up the die hard versus lethal weapon because i think lethal weapon is a christmas movie because it it has the themes of christmas in it mm. die hard doesn't i, well, that, I agree that kind of segues into our sort of first talking point is christmas a genre yes of movie i yeah, think it, it can is be. and it's not i don't think every christmas movie is a christmas genre f- the film because there are specific themes of about Christmas. Well, that's the thing. I think there are films. three things Christmas can be. It can be a theme, it can be a setting, or it can be a genre. And I think yeah. Oh, yeah. if it's a Ooh. genre, then it's it doesn't need to be a that's setting true. or a theme, but I think it's it's a genre by itself. So what so because I had this debate with someone at my work, Eli, if you're listening. Um he said he said a Christmas movie is one with Fuck Santa you, and Eli. elves and reindeer, and if it doesn't have he considered Home Whoa. Alone to not be a Christmas movie. And I was like Horse shit, right? Mm. Home Alone is a Christmas movie because then I said like totally. So like like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation doesn't have Santa and that. You know, the Grinch technically doesn't have Santa mm. and reindeer in it except for like one shot. So are they not Christmas movies? That's also on my list. That yeah, yeah. <laughs> we that, that, uh, sorry, but when I, I just said fuck you, Eli, into the microphone as a joke. Take back that joke. Fuck you, Eli. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, definitely. You can have, there's more to Christmas than Santa. The debate came up with Die Hard, though, because I was like, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. He's like, no, it's not. And then they were trying to debate that Love Actually isn't a Christmas movie. Oh, okay, I'm no, like, yeah, yeah, no, that's, lost. that's wrong. Um, I believe what um, we will discuss too, Shane Black, uh, we will discuss him later mm. on. But what he said was um, he loves the idea of Christmas and this sort of touches on your um, free thing, free things there is like you can discover a little piece of Christmas and anything like he was walking outside and like around a taco truck and then he saw this little tiny nativity scene and he's like I thought that was very beautiful and it's like you can find Christmas anywhere and especially us as Australians where we don't have the the traditional white Christmas where family have massive traditions that bring family together we love our family and love our friends but sometimes we can be alone and still celebrate Christmas so we find Christmas where where we want to and for us that's usually drinking on the beach, <laughs> yeah. um, and that can be barbecues, <laughs> and that Shrimp. rings true for the films Prawns, that we can, and that rings true for the films that we may consider Christmas films. Because one year, like I think two years ago, I just watched X Files for Christmas. Like I was like went to Blockbuster when they were still around, and just drunkenly, Blockbuster was around two years ago. Yeah, holy shit! I, I drunkenly weren't wearing my terrible party hat, um, rented a couple <laughs> seasons of X Files, and just like, hey, let's just get this down. Um, Nothing so yeah, be I believe um, overall for film and for general in, in general, Christmas is where we find it, um, and that's not so based in tradition for us. I, I think that Christmas uh, not only is a culture for Australia, but I think Christmas means something different to every person. Yeah, Everyone has their own ideas of Christmas. It's like for me, growing up, I was never into Christmas. We we were like told from the get go, Santa's full of shit. Uh, it's not real. People are going to tell you, talk to you about Santa, just ignore it. Okay. My, my parents were very realistic about this sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, and, and we never got yeah, to Christmas. The same ones that calls you, called you Chanster, right? Yes. <laughs> they were realistic about something. <laughs> they called me Chanster so I wouldn't get beat up. <laughs> yeah. 
Great plan, guys. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't start really uh, celebrating Christmas until I was like 16. And by that point, I was like a jaded teenager. I was like, Gugh. Yeah. See, but that happened with... So here's an, an interesting... So I grew up in a cult. Yeah. For like the first seven years of my life. Um, should I name the cult or are we going to get it. in trouble for it? I grew up in the cult of Wait, the unless it's Scientology. If it's Scientology, don't no, say it. No, it's the Jehovah's Witness. Okay, yeah. And cool. they don't celebrate anything. No. They don't even celebrate wedding anniversaries now. And they're probably not going to listen to this podcast because Power Rangers and Power Rangers are wrong. I don't um, think they're allowed to listen to podcasts. No, no, probably not. But so I had what well, void of Christmas for my entire childhood. And so when I got it, we just went, all in we did we love christmas or i do anyway just so much and i love the movies and because we weren't allowed to watch a whole bunch of certain movies that's why my 80s knowledge is gone because i wasn't allowed to watch them until i was like the cult (laughs) (laughs) oh i grew up in a cult i couldn't watch movies (laughs) but you know so so as soon as like we could celebrate christmas when we got out i was like christmas movies were just my jam, because I grew up on, like, 90s family movies, like, very G-rated stuff, and so that was a natural segue to go to family Christmas movies. So I just, I love it. I have, like, I have, I have you know, my tradition, I, like, I have very specific films I watch on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and, like, the order of them is very specific. I just, Ooh. I have a whole thing with it. It's really, I don't know, but... Well, yeah. I guess, I guess that ties into this next little prompt that you've given us, is the what... What is it about Christmas movies that connect with us so much? I think nostalgia. Well, a nostalgia for something I never had. Yeah, that's but like that's like that's, retroactive nostalgia. It is. I like I want like you know I want and because we don't have like a big extended. But also, family. so your your list of movies, you're recreating an experience that you had. At, you started that at some point. But see, some of those movies have only recently been added. Like I love actually, I watched Love Actually Christmas Eve, and it's sort of like the second or third last movie I watched on Christmas Eve. And the first time I saw that movie, I hated it. I absolutely hated it. So I do it was you the worst nothing thing on Christmas Eve except watch movies? We watch movies and we eat and we spend time. Aww. That's what I do. Why would no, I? No, I'm, I'm, I'm. I don't have friends. Wondering. I don't you have a social life. It's the third last movie you watch on Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, because the last one is It's a Wonderful Life. Duh. But how yeah. many are there in total? There's about five. Okay, that's ten three, hours. five. It depends. Yeah. Depend. No, it's not because they're like it's Christmas movies. Like that's ninety true. minutes Christmas long. Movies. So it's only that's about three hours. or three to four hours. <laughs> I would say though, too, in like watching those like terrible made-for-TV Christmas movies makes me laugh so much. I I just no, love okay. it. Putting all in the background, making cookies and this shit. Is, I don't this know. is a point, and this is something I'm going to shamefully admit. There are some of those ones. It's one of our talking points. Um, but I unironically love a lot of Christmas movies. There's a Christmas movie I watch. It's called Santa Junior. <laughs> <laughs> it's a television movie. I think it was made for like NBC or something like that. It stars Judd Nelson and then some other people who you've never heard of. And it's literally about like the son of Santa and he has to, he's like, he doesn't want to be the son of Santa. And so he's given the job and he has to like service Santa Barbara as Santa, but he's really shit at it. Wait, wait. And he so gets arrested. Santa has to serve in Santa Barbara. I think so. trying to double Somewhere in like Southern California. He gets arrested. Where they're like, man, Eli won't think it's a Christmas film if we don't put more Santa in. How can we do it? Santa Barbara, get it in there. No, and then he gets arrested. And then there's like the lawyer who's trying to defend him. She's like the public defender. And then it's like he has to be, have faith in Christmas. And it's so corny. And every fiber of my filmmaker in me knows I should hate this. And I, can, I do not ironically love it. I. I Love it, genuinely, sentimentally love it to pieces, and it's terrible. When did you first watch it? On television, on Channel 7. How old were you? Not very, not, it wasn't that long ago. It was like 16, 17. Okay. So about 10 So you can't ago. even blame the cult on this one. No, I can't. I can't. And I, I, I went, and because it's a telly movie, and I taped it on VHS, and then VHS died, and I couldn't really watch it. And then I found it on DVD on Amazon in an American like region one, and I went out of my way to buy it. I was, I was hoping that you were going to say that you have kept that VHS. You have a VHS player just for Christmas. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to do that. I want to do that, though, because I have a whole bunch of VHS stuff I taped. I just want to watch the bad ads. In between, <laughs> don't want to watch the movie. Just the ads. That's what that's what Blu-rays are missing. You know, you don't get those bad ads <laughs> from the bad piracy, making you feel bad. It sounds like, well, thank but you. See, I love like what I think about what makes Christmas movies connect with me is I like it that it, you can be sentimental, you can be corny, and it's not seen as this like sentimental is such a dirty word in movies now. Well, I think 
you get a, a bit of a, a pass on that one because it has a finite end. So people who are ironic and sarcastic most of the time, you only have to be sincerely happy until Christmas. They can, like, <laughs> and shed their nails and then take off their yeah. I like, I like, because I'm so, like, you know, you hear people talk about, like, they abuse the crap out of Spielberg and they say his endings are so sentimental. I'm like, like, if you, sentiment as, like, a, the definition of sentiment is a thought, feeling, or opinion. So for a movie to be sentimental literally describes every movie ever made Ever. There is no this film. So I don't think they have thoughts, they feelings, or opinions. <laughs> they have feelings. They, they're bad ones, but, you know. <laughs> Number one's great. Yeah, but, yeah, I, right. but I think the, the thing about Christmas is, is that it's something we've all had. Even if, even Chance Doug growing up out of Christmas, you're still experiencing all the iconography, all the all the brainwashing of like... Uh, seas- brainwashing? Seas- well, all the seasons. Are we trying giving- to say that Christmas is a cult? Is that why Shane is so into Christmas? He's just trying uh, to he substitute cults his entire life. Isn't I it? substituted one cult <laughs> for the other. I'm not going to say it is a cult. I'm going to say it exhibits cult-like activity. <laughs> um, but that, that's fun because it it has an end date. But like you grow up, and it's all about insinuating this joy in children that we then reflect back to. And a lot of those movies are about adults who, you know, quote unquote, lost, lost the spirit lost of Christmas spirit. and have yeah. to get it back again. Well, that's li- I recently listened to the Elf soundtrack as we we're doing that as our Christmas episode for musicals. Oh, I taught me is everything it good? I know. Oh, Elf yeah. the musical. Elf cool. the musical. Wow. And it what in the song? It, there's a song that literally says, "Think about all these fun things you did as a kid. Try to remember that joy and bring it into your life now." And like that's kind of the meaning of Christmas is remembering then and having fun now. <laughs> having retroactive fun. Yeah. I love that about it though. Well, it's fine. Because, yeah, I guess that's the childishness. Although you get something yeah. like love actually isn't really about the nostalgia. It's about, it's literally just about love actually. Yes. <laughs> actually. Actually. Don't mansplain love actually to me. Thank you very much. <laughs> Are you trigger chancellor? I am trigger. Good boy. Well, why do we, why do you think, why do you think Christmas oh, movies no. seem to like, because you know, there's a lot of these Christmas movies, they have like a really long shelf life. Like we remember, you know, they, they last a lot longer, I think, than a lot of modern movies especially. Why do you think that is? Uh, I think, uh, like, especially if you look at other holiday films, like uh, what, what, what are all the, like, New Year's Day, Happy Mother's Day, Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day. I, I, where they're all, like, trying to capitalise on Love Actually, but none of them have a shelf life of... When they come out, they come out and people see it and like that was shit, and then they never watch it again. Can I no totally say to I've like been writing and I totally like if I ever get enough credo in Hollywood, I want to do Christmas Eve because a like Gary Marshall has passed away, so he can't do it, but also he was Jewish, so he wouldn't do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I'm just clearly the perfect choice. I wanted to write Christmas Eve, and I had this idea for it like the entire movie set in a shopping center. During oh, yeah. and during like the mad shopping spree, and you have like all yeah. the different characters, and you'd have like, I'd, I want like Arnold Schwarzenegger to I was cameo. Say, it's I want yeah. Macaulay, all the way. Macaulay it's Culkin made. was going to cameo. There was going to be references to all the nineties <laughs> Christmas stuff I grew up on. Michael Bublé would act in it, and he'd sing his Christmas Beautiful. album in the movie. I reckon I would crush this. Like, I really do. And Martin Short plays, like, the mad manager of the, the whole centre who's trying to... And everything's going crazy. You can just see this movie, right? Like, no? I, I, I think you can. It I would... think you're trying to make a Christmas cinematic universe. <laughs> yes. Because that is exactly what I quite, you I quite like Valentine's... I hated New Year's Eve, but I liked Valentine's Day for what it was. And Mother's Day was average. New Year's Eve was the only one I saw in cinemas. I saw it in the drive-thru because it was the only... Uh, sorry, the drive-in. It was the only wow. thing on at the drive-in. drive through cinema. Yeah. You just beam it into your head and you drive really slowly for an hour and a half. Through you go, you ship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we there go. You know. I mean, I, th- I think Christmas movies have such a long shelf life because they're literally made for everyone, yeah. whereas Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, they're kind of, kind of rom-coms. Yeah, yes. yeah. They're, they're, not, they're not family movies in the sense that Christmas 
is. Well, I think that's the other thing too. Is they're they're really the Christmas movies are very multi generational because they're made for everyone. Because kids can watch it. Because adults watch it. Everyone kind of sits down and watches it. So by the time the kids are grown up, they want to recreate. You know, they want to recreate the childhood thing. So they watch these movies with their kids, and they they they. It's this cycle, and I think a lot of it is also television has had yeah. a big impact. You Pretty know, runs. I saw the telly yeah. movies, but that's how uh, um, It's a Wonderful Life became really such a huge holiday hit was because it went out of copyright in America and so television stations, every television station just marathoned it and so it's just built into the American psyche that they all know this movie back to front. It's why like every television show has the It's a Wonderful Life episode. It's usually the Christmas episode where someone gets knocked out and imagines a world where they didn't totally, exist. Yeah, exactly. Smallville yeah. did it and I was like, what the fuck is this? That uh, goes into the idea of how is TV and, like, the decline of, like, free-to-air television and stuff, how's that going to change the... Oh, I guess we already spoke of that with Stan and Netflix just going, oh, here are all the Christmas things you want. Yeah, but it's not going to be, be the Don't same anymore. It's not going to have those rerun quality to it. It's just going to be, like, pick and choose what you want to watch it's on based on your now. specific traditions so of what like, you want to watch. I feel like that's kind of going to go away maybe in, like, 20 years. Yeah, it will. Yeah. Well, then um, you'll just have all the movies. You'll just have marathon there. Like yeah. seasonal programming will become a thing of the past, except in things like Will and Grace that, or the Big Bang Theory, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, that, that do release, and so they're they're hungry for a reason to have a special episode. Yeah, and Christmas gives them the excuse. But are we even going to have that? Because every te- every television show is like Breaking Bad now, and I feel like there's no. Is there a Christmas? You, you okay, say yeah, every seen... TV show, but. Big Bang Theory still exists. Yeah, but that, that's Two a, Broke Girls still exists. No, it doesn't. Two oh, Broke Girls is Well, whatever. Well, I was going to say, I swear Shows Two like girls. that but run for five or six years. The Bill Brady they run for like years. 20 years, but they're dying. They're dying hard now. Like most network television, like CBS, who does the Big Bang Theory, they're moving to streaming. They've got Star Trek and they've got... Finally. The Good Fight. And, and then you'll just get a Star Trek Christmas special. Yeah. That doesn't mention you reckon Christmas. they'll do that? I kind well, of dig I'm, it I'm, for the new one. I'm just saying that Star Wars did it. <laughs> Life Day. Life Day Life is Day. a thing. Happy Life Day, everyone at home. <laughs> oh my Never forget God. the holiday special. We're not going <laughs> to let you forget George Ooh-wee. Lucas. There's but a yeah, couple will, of shows. Will, will, will they start doing Christmas specials for like Game of Thrones and that sort of thing? <laughs> oh, she did, can you just imagine Bring around like, the family and fuck them. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it's, Did I just we got to take them back beyond the war to take them for their <laughs> holiday tradition. <laughs> well, it's it's interesting in like the nineties, sort of what Christmas did because nineties was like the boom of Christmas movies. Hashtag segue. Um, <laughs> Because that was like the family nineties were family cinema. That was like yeah. when because it was a bunch of spec scripts selling and everything like yeah. that. Um, and it followed through to the Christmas films because that was like the decade we got Jingle All the Way. We got the Santa Claus with Tim Allen. We got oh, Home Alone Claus. One that's, and Two. That's always a tradition. Like we all got of those films. The Nightmare Before Christmas. We got the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street remake. Did you? Did anyone ever watch I'll Be Home for Christmas with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? No, <laughs> no. It's it's literally a movie based on the title of a song. It's oh, fantastic. It's like I mean, it's bad, but I remember one. Like it's, it, that's the thing is these movies are so tied into experiences. Cause I remember. There was that heat wave that happened in Australia back in like the mid two thousand. That one, yeah, that, that one. one no, but it was wave. the one. It was like the one. It comes like every week. It was the one where it was like <laughs> it was really bad up until sort of about recently. It was the worst one we'd had. I remember watching I'll Be Home for Christmas and we had the fan on and we didn't have air conditioning in the house and we just get like water bottles. We'd spray up into the fan and have it like blow back down A on us. Classic to keep Australian cool. Christmas. Oh. Sitting with a fan on, spraying, not spraying your up in snow the air. bullshit. Yeah, and there was a there was a te- I don't know. I if- want some snow. Yes. <laughs> Do anyone remember there was a telly movie? It's really bad, but I love it. It's called A Mum for Christmas. Oh, oh my yes. god, with Olivia Newton John, and it's oh basically. My god. <laughs> I'm bringing up. This is like the total nerd in me. Like I like I love like Paul Thomas Anderson movies, but I will go nuts over terrible Christmas movies. I want my secret shame. Talking to your nerd aspect of Christmas, it's funny how Jamie Lee Curtis has done like a couple of Christmas movies, like almost as much as Halloween movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is true. No, A Mum for Christmas is like this bad movie about Olivia Newton John, who's like a mannequin. Who the girl without a mum wishes yeah. the mannequin to life and she comes to life. Oh my god. Yeah. It's this so is fantastic. Why have I not seen you it? You have to watch it. It's so bad. It's good. No. No, it's just bad. It is just bad. And it's like it's in, a bad it's movie. It's in like it was a telly movie, so it's in four by three and uh, everything. Shane's is like, watch it. 
do it. Watch it. Become a fellow Christmas nerd. Batman Returns is a Christmas Batman movie. Batman Returns, I, that's one where I don't think it's Heavily a Christmas film, Christmas. but it is set at Christmas. Yeah. I think it uses it the kind of uses the uses the iconography of Christmas to kind that's of it. subvert it. So yeah. How do you differ like Christmas? You said it was setting, theme, or genre. Genre. Can it be a genre without being a setting? Yes. Because I feel like in all I of them, think the setting... Rise of the Guardians is one of those. Okay. Oh, that yeah. is. Because yes. it's I set at Easter. It's definitely a Christmas movie. Absolutely. And it does qualify because it has Santa, Santa and Rainbow. So Eli, Christmas <laughs> movie for you. Um, I think Batman is because I think Christmas as a genre has to say something about Christmas. Mm. So okay. what Christmas means or why Christmas exists. I, so think I think what yeah. Batman Returns was trying to say about Christmas is Danny DeVito will kill all your firstborns. <laughs> don't anger Danny DeVito. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's just good life advice. Like, <laughs> don't put babies in the sewer on Christmas. Yeah, maybe don't well, do that. Also, really good life <laughs> advice. Oh, well, look, you can do it every now. Halloween is a perfect activity for Halloween, I suppose. If you want the baby to come back and kill you As in Danny 19 DeVito. years. Well, well, he didn't <laughs> come Danny back DeVito and kill me. He came back to their grave and was like, damn, Pee Wee Herman's dead. Another return of Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> but, like, you sort of three categories. Do they have to have two? They can't. Like, you can never have... Because, like, I mean, I feel like setting is going to be a qualifier for 90% of them. Yeah, I think... Mm. I think most Christmas films do have Christmas as a setting. Uh, yes. But I, th- I think Rise of the Guardians is a great example of one that doesn't. I think it's the outlier of the one that doesn't. Usually a Christmas genre will have both setting and theme. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I think you... To be a genre, you need to say something about Christmas, whereas you can use Christmas as a setting or Christmas as a theme without actually saying something about Christmas. I really like that. That's really cool. Mm. Um, I'm you're pretty good. good. <laughs> <laughs> how, does it, how does that flow into TV shows, though? TV show? Well, I've always seen like Christmas specials as outliers. They're, they don't really tie into the continuity. Kind so, of like musical episodes, whereas they're kind of like an excuse to have an event on TV. Some shows work. Buffy worked the musical episode. Buffy though. worked well and Scrubs worked well. Yeah. Um, mm. But Christmas is it's, it's, it's either usually, they it's usually about someone buying in really hard and someone not buying in really hard and the conflict there. And the show usually stops to have the Christmas episode yes. and then continue because it's usually like airing it's a buffer. as the as the end of like they do like the mid-season break because no shows air over Christmas in America. Yeah. Yeah. And so they usually do like the silly fluffy episode. Well, Doctor Who's a good example of one that usually you well actually no, it didn't originally. I think now it uses the Christmas special as like the a big for the next transition, thing. yeah. Because yeah. um, like uh, what am I thinking? Season one's Christmas. Oh, season two's Christmas special. Sorry, was uh, that was the one where um, what's his face uh, nine was turning into ten? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But other than that, all of um, Russell T Davies' Christmas specials were kind of inconsequential. They were just kind of there. They were had they... the Titanic one, which was fun. How many <laughs> of the post Russell T Davies ones are actually set at Christmas? Because I stopped watching when Peter Capaldi walked in. Um, pretty sure they all are. Because oh, there's the, the big the, War Doctor the, one a couple of years back. That, that wasn't was, a Christmas special though, was what? it? That's that was the year was. that they did like Christmas four special. specials, and they did they did yeah. one because yeah, it was the fifty. That was the fiftieth special, right? Um, yeah. uh, m- most of them they are set at Christmas. I can't remember if the liar, the the lion, the witch in the wardrobe <laughs> episode was. Set at Christmas. Or not. They did a lie in the witch in the wardrobe. Episode. Yeah, it, it, that was just what like it was Peter called. Capaldi it season? was. It was no, no. That was Matt Smith. I think it was like the Doctor, the someone, and the wardrobe. Or something oh, like that. I yes. can't remember. I hate um, it. Yeah, it wasn't a very good episode. Um, but yeah, like, like the ne- the next Christmas uh, special is the big crossover between uh, Capaldi and the first Doctor. Um, who's played by David Bradley? This are they time. not intru- are they introducing the new? Yeah, they'll introduce her at the end. Because spoiler alert for Doctor Who season whatever we're at, he started. He pretty much started regenerating two episodes ago, and he's just he's holding it in, <laughs> and that's like, why he's going to no. turn into a woman because he held it in too long. I don't want to be a lady. I'm curious <laughs> as to how many jokes they're going to have about him being a woman. I hope it's not like, ooh, I have tits. Like, oh, oh, like Dalek bumps. Dalek bumps. <laughs> oh, look, I found the switch. <laughs> I, that, that was, Joanna Lumley was the first female oh, doctor. Absolutely. And the boost. But I, I don't think they will. Uh, if just because it's a completely new cast, who are they going to play with? He's going to be like, oh, I used to be a woman. I mean, I used to be a dude. 
ain't that funny? And they're like, we've only known you as a woman. What are you talking about? I would have been annoyed if they kept Bill around because uh, if Bill was around, then they'd probably become a romantic interest. And we all know how much I hate when the doctor becomes a romantic interest with a companion. But I hate it. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a thing. I think I have a point. Well, see, I always loved the Christmas episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. That, that was like my yep. favorite sitcom because they actually, because the world and the setting, they could literally expand the mythology of Sabrina because like the world, the, the other realm yeah. and Santa's role in that. I remember there's like Bob and they, to summon him, he's like, Bob, 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 Bob. And he's like actually Santa and he like, I mean, it was silly, but I mean, that show got really bad. I recently rewatched it this year and I went season one through four are phenomenal. And then the second she leaves high school and goes to college, that show falls apart. Going to admit, I don't think I ever watched her go to college. So it's, it's, and it's they the part where like Roxy and all that. Yeah, and they in. changed the intro yeah. where she's like running around swinging on poles and stuff. It's terrible. And then she works at like a, she a journalist or something? Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? Bad. <laughs> it's bad. Uh, but what do you know any movies that subvert Christmas things? What do, you, do, do we know any? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, I've got a couple of uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, I'd say, kind yeah. of subverts and totally. What does it I think subvert it the Halloween? It. Yeah, it does. I think it, it reinforces Christmas, saying that like you can't change Christmas because yeah. Christmas is a, you can't, it, can't change. You can't use Christmas holiday. to show children corpsey, rotten, horrific yeah. things. Yeah, Tim Burton like, can. See, but everyone <laughs> says Tim Burton didn't direct The he Nightmare Before Christmas. It. He pretty much drew a fucking drawing. He drew drawings and Henry Selick, who is a masterful director. Absolutely. Everyone yeah, thinks because it's literally the title is not The Nightmare Before Christmas. It's, it's Tim Burton's, Tim Burton's yeah, The Nightmare, like Lee Daniels The Butler. Um, it's... <laughs> I hate that about it because Henry Selleck is a great... Coraline is a phenomenal movie. Oh, absolutely. But I, like, Better Watch Out that I saw just yesterday is, like, the perfect subversive Christmas movie because it it does the self-referential thing in a really great way too. Like, it's your kind of movie chance to, like, to a T because it just plays on every expectation you have... And, but it's really good to go in blind. I, so I can't spoil it too much because then you're looking for the thing and so when yeah. it happens, you'll guess it. But it's like they do a twist and then they do a twist. Like It's like two twists really close together that just throw you off. And it had me going for the whole movie. I was like, where the fuck is this movie going? How are they going to end? It was phenomenal. Um, I just recently saw... Oh, I think Gremlins is a really great yeah. subversive yeah. Christmas movie because it... I watched that on the cinema a couple of years ago. I think when Goma was doing like their monsters... Theme. Yeah, I and I watched it on 35 mil. No, oh, didn't me. So yeah. And it's. I watched it on DVD, so fuck you. It's so violent. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. It's, shit. It's a it really goes scary it. movie, especially it's, for yeah. kids. I love it. And, and it's my got, wife like, legitimately cannot watch it. Oh, really? Yeah, Chanel hates gremlins i love it i love the scene that gets me though i think like it's the one where she's like this is that's why i hate christmas like that monologue where like her family oh yeah Phoebe hates her weird like and then they they do it again in the sequel it's like that's why i hate lincoln's day (laughs) see i haven't seen number two yet because i want to see it Big. I it, goes, see it, it goes. It goes for broke. It apparently yeah. is really meta. If you watch that oh, Keen Peel sketch, it's like, what do you put on? The, in like, they have this round table of like people suggesting ideas for Gremlins two, and they're like, at the end of it, the sketch, it's like, oh, this is actually in the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. uh, I might need to. I just want to see it on a cinema. There are some great Christmas horror movies, though. Krampus. Oh, is Krampus I mean, good? I haven't seen it. Krampus yet. is not. Krampus. I love Mike. Right. Mike, what's his name? He did it Trick or Treat. Well, okay. There's a, there's a, like a there's one with the comedians in it. That is not as funny as it should have been. And the one with Adam Scott? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's one without comedians in it that is funnier than it should be <laughs> for bad reasons. <laughs> oh. But, uh, you know, the, the call is coming from inside the house trope? Yeah. That's from yeah. A Black Christmas. Yes. yes. It, I need to see uh, that one. The 1974 version. And I, then the remake. <laughs> I, tried, I tried to find that. Is that the, the one where it's Christmas, just like... It's but like I a, couldn't find... I only found the remake and it's... Is the remake the one with a poster terrible. and it's just a really gaunt Santa Claus on it with like an axe or a shotgun or something? Or a flamethrower? No, I That would sound like a better know. movie. This is... It has... The remake has Michelle Trachtenberg and like uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it. Like, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. It's not a I good movie. Want, oh, okay. Don't, don't let those names sell you. Okay. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the, the, the remake is 
pretty terrible. But the Jack Frost movies, oh, the violent yes. ones. With See, I grew up on the I grew up on the family yeah. one <laughs> about like the dad who dies and then becomes back as as Jack Frost. And every now and then, someone the, the video store clerk would accidentally put the horror one, and it had oh this my horror. God, that's the I don't you remember ever. the cover? It had it was like one of those things where you tilt it and the image yeah, changes. It was like a snowman, and he's got like violent, scared the yeah. shit out of. Or me like the B Christmas movies, well, like the horror ones. To be fair, I think. That the second uh, Jack Frost film, that's not a Christmas film at all. No. Because that, that's based on a beach with Doug Jones as a random small part. And he turns into ice at one point and what? goes inside a woman. Yeah. It's a great film. You should watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, uh, it's, it's one of those B-grade films that are just hilarious. Really? Like they're, they're made without a really an eye to being... Scary. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah. I saw. I saw. There's a trailer for a movie called Anna and the Apocalypse. Yes. I think I linked this to you. It's like a Scottish zombie Christmas musical, and like, holy fuck, it looks really good. They just aired at like Fantastic Fest, so there's no distribution yet. I'm dying to see that one. Mm-hmm. But there was also this like. So anyone who knows like the blacklist is like this really famous thing of scripts that like are unproduced, and there was this script called Santa Claus is Coming to Get Me. And I've heard the pitch. I cannot find this script anywhere. I've been searching for like five years to try and find it. It's literally about a guy who finds out that he's cursed to any woman. The woman that he falls in love with, his one true love, is taken away, is kidnapped by Santa Claus to become his Mrs. Claus. And so this guy teams up with a crazy Easter bunny to hunt down and kill (laughs) Santa Claus. And it just sounds like the best movie Ever. You and I have very different notions of what if the was, best movie is. But if it entails. was done in that style where we they can just <laughs> There's a clear divide, there's a war going on. <laughs> I reckon I reckon you know, I reckon if it was done right, if it was done like by Edgar Wright, like Edgar Wright would crush the shit oh, Tarantino could crush them. If Tarantino did that and that was the pitch, would you see that? Yes. Tarantino's temp film is <laughs> I, I, I even if it was Tarantino, I would still have I'd still have doubts. <gasps> really? Yes. Yes. Why? <laughs> a, uh, a, a cursed man teaming up with a crazy Easter bunny to kill Santa Claus who kidnaps his girlfriends to become his wife. Yeah, that's that's a bit of a stretch just, even for saying. I'm in. Out there, I am though. all the I'm, way in. I'm sold. Well, do you have anything else? Anyone want to say anything else about um, this? I want to bring up Santa's Sleigh, which is a... Oh. I don't know if it's a WWE film. Slay <laughs> or Slay? <laughs> well, yeah, Slay, I guess, but more in the violent way of slaying people. Oh. Um, it those, stars... The WWE films, like, is that like... like the, what's the one that they produced on the Gold Coast that everyone talks about? Uh, I mean, WWE is in the wrestling? Yeah, yeah, but they did a bunch of movies. They did... In, in Australia? Yeah, they feel what? like everyone was an extra on this one, one, and it's basically the Hunger Games, but with wrestlers instead of children. That sounds amazing. <laughs> no, it's bad. And then they did 12 rounds with John Cena... The other oh, one yeah, had John Cena. Because yeah. I, I, they're the, yeah, it's the same production company, the WWE. I don't know if it's a WWE movie, but it stars Bill Goldberg, who is some wrestler. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, uh, the movie is about how Santa Claus is, uh, I think, a Russian demon, uh, and he loses a bet with an angel. So for a thousand years, he has to give ch- uh, children presents, but that thousand years is up, and he just kills everybody. <laughs> Beautiful. It's great. What? It Beautiful. is amazing. I have to see this. I, I will show you one picture from it, just uh, yeah. just of the. Yeah, we go. Oh my god. Okay, so what am I looking at? I'm looking at. So it's, it's Bill Goldberg oh, as. What Santa is that for a costume? He's, he's looking at a bunch of Hasidic Jews. Yep. <laughs> Does he kill the Hasidic Jews? Um, I honestly is this Santa right Hitler? Now. What <laughs> is this? Like. Santa Hitler. Now that's a, that's a movie we have Santa to write. Santa versus Hitler. Oh well, I did oh just look, uh, yeah. find a Christmas horror story that seems like to be child, Santa versus a the child Krampus. wishes. Like, oh god, this is bad. Is I'm going in a bad territory. No one judge me. Like a Jesus. Jewish child in a concentration camp wishes for the World War Two to be over, and so Santa Claus has to enact this wish because he has to do, fulfill one wish every year, and he has to fight Hitler and like. Save World War. Are you pitching at us this movie? Maybe. This, this sounds better than Santa vs. the Martians. Oh my God. We're doing this. We're yeah. doing Santa vs. Hitler. Okay. Santa vs. Well, Hitler. Santa. What is it? Santa Claus Conquers the Martians? Yeah, I, th- I think yeah. that's what it's called. <laughs> um, okay, so segueing from Holocaust Christmas movies to our <laughs> top 
horrified. Please, can we talk about Santa with muscles? Santa with the muscles. Hulk oh, the Hulk Hogan one. Was, oh, was oh where he falls down a garbage vent and gets brain damage and thinks that he's super, <laughs> uh, that he's Santa Claus. Oh my god! How I have, have I not seen? I remember that. seeing the <laughs> cover amazing. of this because I worked at a video store and I saw the cover for these movies. I wanted to watch them so bad and I never got around to it. <laughs> you don't need to Are see you it. kidding? It's a All I did movie. when I worked in a video store was take shitty movies home and watch them. <laughs> see, watch it was good the best. movies. Ugh, don't, yeah. don't disgust me. Uh, I will pay for my good movies, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so let's move into our top five. Top five Christmas movies, obviously. <laughs> so who do you want to go first? Do uh, I'll go first this time. Um, this time. This time. Yeah. I said one gave it to idea. other people. I gave it to other people. So, so my number five is, it's a tie. It's between Die Hard and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Cool. I love both those movies so much. They just, I mean. See, Kiss, I love both of those movies. I don't think they're Christmas movies. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is, because so, it's literally, the, the, the themes on it are very Christmas, more so than Die Hard. More so than more Die so Hard. More so than Die Hard, but, but no, I'd agree. Yeah. I don't think that is a that's you know, really it's your list. You can do it if you want. Yeah. Okay. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is like my favourite Shane Black movie too. It's just great. <laughs> I was just judging from a five. Yeah. Uh, my number four is The Holiday, which is my second last Christmas movie that I watch on Christmas Eve. Um, I love that one. I think it's also one of the best romantic comedies ever made. Uh, I love Nancy Myers. She, her, her exposition that she deals with in Act One is just great. Uh, my number three is Love Actually. Because that's just great. I love that movie. The ending of that movie is just gold every time. Uh, my number two is The Grinch or How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Ron Howe's one. That is, Everyone. we watch that. So we do the presents and then we watch The Grinch while we're opening, uh, while, while we're eating our Christmas breakfast. That's every morning, every Christmas morning, we watch The Grinch and I cry. It's great. When he's like, when he's like, you know, the sunrise shot at the end. I just, it's so, and that movie is so camp. And great. Oh, absolutely. It's yeah. one of Jim Carrey's best performances. The fact that he performs so well through such heavy makeup has never been done before, I don't think. Very rare. Well, they had to change it for his face because yeah. he had a lot of like uh, chin prosthetics at the start. They had to take that off so that he could open his mouth wide because that's half of what he does. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, yeah. that's a big thing. Like watching, not Christmas related at all, but the mask and the son of the mask and seeing how Jim Carrey <laughs> handles those prosthetics and how Jamie Kennedy doesn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> jamie kennedy doesn't handle much at all and then my number one pick is it's a wonderful life that movie i cry it's great frank capra capricorn it's 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 everything i want it to be and more okay so let's go around anti-clockwise chanster okay it's me this time oh, so um, i don't have these really in any particular order um with you my like, christmas right exactly yeah uh, <laughs> The only thing is, like, uh, when it comes to Christmas, I usually just watch these movies sporadically. I might watch them one year and watch different ones the other year, but it's it's always these five. So, uh, first one is I'm going to say is Elf. Elf is the I, yep. I have to say is like the only one I can think of that is a modern Christmas classic. See, when I first saw it, I hated it. I hate Will Ferrell on principle. Yeah, no, and no, no, then I that. then we, my sister was like, she loves that movie, and she made me watch it again last year, and it's really growing on me. It really is. I think, like a lot of Christmas movies, all it takes to like it is the willingness to buy in. As, as soon as yeah. you're in to enjoy this movie, you'll enjoy it. I agree Will Ferrell was a weird casting choice for that character. But I, I like he it. Plays yeah, man, he plays man-child yeah, But always. if you were pitching me a movie about an elf... That <laughs> a human that grew up in the North Pole, I wouldn't have picked... Well, I guess Will Ferrell because he's tall? He's tall and silly. Yeah. Ah, but if you're it. pitching as like, yeah, a comedy, um, with just a naive kind of like man child. Yeah. Which yeah, is right. all he does. All he does is man <laughs> child. See, Elf is such a G rated wide platform, like four quadrant piece. It's yeah. Crazy. Uh, my second one is Scrooged, which is the Bill Murray uh, right. Christmas yeah, yeah. Carol. Great yeah. movie. So good. I, and it's funny because it is one that I always forget is good. I remember I, I watched that late night one night and I think I started it during the, uh, the the ghost of Christmas future scene where he just goes into the elevator and I'm like, what terrifying <laughs> it, Bill Murray film is this? Is it a dark, because I still haven't gone around to watching that, is it a darker kind of Christmas movie? It is kind of dark in the sense that a lot of bad stuff happens. Like you've got the hobos who freeze to death in the sewers and stuff. So light family fun for all I mean, ages. Christmas Carol is pretty 
gets pretty dark. Yeah. In like the examination God of like us. terrible people, like it, it it ends happily, but the path there isn't a. Mm. It, it's a hard path. The journey is so happy. Mm. Um, I I think Scrooge shows that it's the best modern retelling of it. Um, yeah. Because I think every other retelling of it is you're just telling the same Not thing. Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I love that movie. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> that is my Christmas number one. Wait, movie. the McConaughey movie. To, yes. Oh, got nothing God. to do with Christmas. So Don't bad. give a shit. Gonna watch it every time. Um, I was joking. I've seen it once, and I did see it in cinemas. I don't remember I it being too. bad. So uh, um, up next <laughs> is uh, oh man, where is it? I'm just gonna say Gremlins because Gremlins is one that I yep. have cool. ever since Chanel and I got together. I can't watch it every Christmas anymore. <laughs> forbidden fruit. It's yeah, it is the forbidden fruit, it so oh, and it is so good. It's so fun, so dark. I it's, hate that you're taking so many off my list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry, you have to think of a whole share. new list. Yeah. Um, I'm not including Die Hard because that is a movie that I watch every Christmas. But uh, like I said, I don't consider that a Christmas genre piece. It was literally an afterthought. Mm. Lethal Weapon did so well that Joel Silver was like, hey, can we shove Christmas in this movie? And Shane Black gave him a thumbs up and sweet. It worked great. Um, but Lethal Weapon, on the other hand, I do consider a Christmas film. The, the, the themes they explore in that are all Christmas committing suicide, that sort of thing. Great stuff. Um, yeah. That was three, right? Yes. I uh, haven't been counting. Yes. yes. No, no, that was... Oh, because I didn't say Die Hard, right. No, no, I said uh, four. It's been four. Definitely been four. Elf, Scrooged. Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins. You have your own list, Charles. <laughs> I do. I'm just trying to find what it was. <laughs> oh, where the hell... Oh, oh the ref. The ref. The ref with. Uh, I was going Dennis to watch Le- that. It's on my list, and now Kevin Spacey's a pedo, and I really don't know if I can <laughs> sit down and watch it. I forgot that Kevin Spacey was. Okay, now I have to change it. <laughs> it's, it's all good. That movie doesn't exist anymore. No, no, no it's all good. It's replacement Christopher Plummer. It's just, it's a <laughs> it's just CGI Christopher <laughs> Plummer. CGI every Kevin Spacey. I think movie. I have to do that because so many of my favorite movies have. Like, uh, Cena Weevil, Lena Weevil with uh, Gene Wilder. Usual suspects. I, th- I think at this point, we. You just have to acknowledge that a person is not their work. It's true. That being said, I will not go see a Woody Allen movie I don't at the know. cinemas. No, no. No, and I won't go and see another Kevin Spacey movie at the cinemas. Is he going to have another movie? Yeah, at no, the or not for another five or ten years. Not until Christopher Plummer does. <laughs> but, I, but I think like movies that you have liked in the past, you're still allowed to like with the caveat of like, yes, he's a bad person. Mm. But I liked this movie. Find it really hard. My yeah. favorite movie of all time was American Beauty, and it's really hard because American Beauty is about him trying to fuck a child. It just makes it infinitely harder to yeah. separate. Yes, yes, it does. That is a very problematic choice. No. Uh, I was saying no. Every time I see the Weinstein logo, like it's over. The Weinstein's produced fucking oh Sing Street, God. and I watched Sing Street, and I was like, yeah. no, get away. It is on so many movies. Yeah, and every time I watch something, and now, there's like, like but if he EP'd it, if he EP'd it, executive produced, that means he didn't really have any involvement. If he produced, yeah, we know, we, we know, yeah, but yeah. Still, it's just like. So the ref is the ref good? Yeah, the ref. Oh, I love the ref. Uh, that's one that I don't think I've watched for two or three years. I'm going to watch it this year again. Have you seen Mixed Nuts? No. What? Oh my god! Have you no. seen it? No one no. knows. It's Steve no. Martin, Nora Ephron. It was. Oh her. no! Yes, I have. It's yeah. a really. I reckon you'd like it. My sister. We watched it last year, and I don't know if I liked it. My sister absolutely loved it, so I'm probably going to give it another go this year. It came out around the same time as the Ref too, okay. and it's literally Steve Martin, written and directed by Nora Ephron. It was her follow up to Sleepless in Seattle. It bombed box office and critically. But it's kind of it's a weird it's like a it's it's like a farce it's like a Christmas farce with Steve Martin in the lead. It, I reckon you'd like it. Yeah, cool. I'll, I'll get on that. But before that, let's move on to Josh's top five. Oh, you did five? Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm done. I had my five. Yeah, that's. Fine. I mean, technically, I said six because I said not Die Hard, but I still watch it every Christmas. Not Die Hard. What's that movie now? And not Die Hard Two because <laughs> Die Hard Two is really disappointing. Josh, yes. Josh's yes, top five. My top five. Um, I'm, I'm just going to say this for the caveat that um, even if it's not directly, if we like, because Die Hard's on my list, but it's not because I think, oh, it's a, it's a perfect Christmas movie. Even though I do think it is, it's more the fact that movies I like watching around Christmas because it's just like I can watch anything, like I said before. Um, it's your list. You can do what you want. X-Files seasons one through five. That's my favorite <laughs> Christmas movie. No, all the seasons. Oh, all In the one seasons, day. <laughs> um, so number one, Die Hard. Um, we all know, I believe it's... What a beautiful, beautiful movie. We all, we all love it. I have a shingon now. Ho, ho, ho. 
number two is Elf. Um, I've enjoyed that since I was really young. It was a- Santa! <laughs> oh, man, you just said since I was very young. That yeah. depresses me. I didn't realise... 2003. 2003, yeah, I was 12 then. I, I didn't, was pretty young. I didn't realise yeah. Zoe Deschanel was in that movie until yeah, I watched she it for the second there. time. I'm like, what? Yeah. Zoe Deschanel is why I watch that movie. <laughs> Because you're 12 and... Yeah, I was 12. Yeah, I'm like, it's, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put a blanket over you? Shut up, mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> that's, my, that's my Christmas wank film, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to have one. <laughs> What's yours? <laughs> Top five Christmas wank films. No, I meant before Christmas, of course. <laughs> Oogie oh, boogie. the spirit Every of time. the holidays. We bring the family together. <laughs> <laughs> I like them big. Okay, what's, what's next? Oh, my God. We picked now, guys. No. Um, and then the third pick is the Santa Claus. Claus being C-L-A-U-S-E. So it's a clause, like a contract. So it's Tim Allen doing his Tim allen So not Santa Claus, like C-L-A-W-S, the terrible 90s movie. <laughs> <laughs> Or Santa um, Paws, the dogs movie. Oh no! <laughs> oh, just don't, so don't, many... just don't bring up the like the dog tie-in everything <laughs> movies. Like we just don't need that. Um, yeah, it's just Tim Allen doing his Tim Allen thing. Did you um, like the sequels? They were on TV and I watched them. I saw number three in the cinemas. I love number three because Martin Short just... Yeah, I was going to say, because Martin Short... Chews up the scenery and everything. Oh God, I love the scene where he gets, like, the lady, she's, like, sings chestnuts roasting on her. It just says, just repeat that one line about Jack Frost nipping it, you know, it's just over and over <laughs> again. He's, like, getting off on it. It's so good. That, that's, uh, that's Martin Short's Christmas wank film. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Nice. Uh, number four, Home Alone. Uh, love it. Yes. Good old Kevin McAllister fighting Joe Pesci. And John one. Hughes, oh, John yeah. Hughes, um, Christopher Columbus, or Chris Columbus, if you will. Not the guy that discovered America. But, yeah. Really? Yeah, he stuck around yeah. for a couple of years and then made some movies. Uh, <laughs> he was like, I'm not done discovering. I'm, I'm a Spaniard. <laughs> I'm not done. Got to discover America. And then in a hundred couple of years, I'm just going to make, make some alone. family movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make Harry Potter. <laughs> Did he made one and two. Yeah. Okay, and which also has great Christmas scenes in them. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Happy Christmas, Ron. It's Merry Christmas, you little fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh yeah, your list. Happy your list. Christmas, Harry. <laughs> your list, Josh. Is that it? No, it's number no, uh, number no. five. Is How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Love it. Jim Carrey and Ron Howard directing that movie. Maybe people remember Ron Howard's. But I love the adult jokes. The very very adult jokes that th- show up in that movie. Mm. It's just great. Yeah. And then and then Christine Baranski. Yeah. She can yeah. do no wrong. And you're just like. Betty, hi. And then she pulls out like the machine gun with the (laughs) Christmas lights and she's just bouncing up and down in like the real slutty Santa outfit. It's it's cinematic gold. You can keep your Citizen Kane. is my spirit animal. I love her so much. I remember Sebastian on your other podcast keeps hating on her. She's amazing. He he says she looks like a dog and she does not look like a (laughs) dog. She doesn't. She's a beautiful older woman and she's a... National treasure. <laughs> Do you watch The Good Wife? Yes. And The Good Fight? Yes. Yeah. Okay, Zane, your top five. Whew, okay. Well, you didn't get all of mine, so there. I'm hoping uh, you have Jack Frost on the list. No, it's not. It was in my uh, honorable mentions, but I think we've spoken about it. <laughs> yeah, we've done a lot. Uh, number Made five was Scrooged. Yeah. Bill Murray, of cool. course. Um he should be on every top five list somehow. I don't know. Did you watch A Very Murray Christmas? No. It's a Netflix special. I can I get saw it. I saw it. I didn't. Yeah. Oh, that was the one from last year, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, I didn't watch it. it. No, uh, all I saw was Miley Cyrus and I was like, nope. Miley Cyrus is in it, man. He I just has a bunch of people uh, guest in his house yeah, and just, he just talks. A, and it's just like a Christmas special. Yeah. Harking back to like the 50s. Uh, so number four is Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Excellent. Direct for Halloween. Produced. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, good for Halloween. It's good for Christmas. It's good for both. Uh, number three is Gremlins, of yep. course. Absolutely. Um, and I'm really disappointed that no one mentioned either of my top two. Ooh. Ooh, this makes them exciting. What is it? Number two is uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. 
No, that's, that's a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving movie. movie. Thanksgiving movie. That's definitely Thanksgiving. It's a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. movie. I get class, the fuck out of here, Zane. Yeah. I class it as a Christmas <gasps> movie. No, is that just because we don't have I was going to mention it and I was like, no, that's Thanksgiving. I know that for the electric thing. They, just they, are, they are going to Thanksgiving. I have recently watched it. I do know that it is a Thanksgiving mm-hmm. movie. But I class it as a Christmas movie. It's because the themes they follow yeah, are something are that, okay, Christmas. Yeah. I will accept. And it says something about Christmas. Damn, yeah. yeah I love playing trains and automobiles. Uh, and number one, definitely a Christmas movie. You can all shut up. <laughs> Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. that you guys. movie. Absolutely. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> the best version of the Christmas Carol. Yeah, yeah I was going to say the only one that compares to Scrooge as a modern retelling is the Muppets. Yep. <laughs> and, and not that uh, that terrible Jim Carrey, Uncanny Valley one. <laughs> yeah, no, I tried watching that. that. It's just bad. It's like watching an hour and a half no, or two hours and a and half the, of comic That and the Polar Express, man. Tom Hanks, like that's that's hard that's, to that's watch. Like, the eyes of the gl- you're like, oh, this is a horror movie now. <laughs> no, Muppets Christmas Carol is like the first Muppets. No, it's like like very close to the first Muppets thing I ever saw. I think I saw the one where they're on the road trip to like LA yeah. or something. But yeah, no, I love that one. That was a very good choice. Yeah, very good choice. Good choice. Good well, I think that I think that wraps up everything for this episode. Well. Uh, if you like this episode, this episode, you can listen to our other episodes. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, so don't forget to subscribe. There's a bunch of other podcasts on our network. It's uh, That's Not Canon, which Zane here runs. That's Not Canon Productions. Dot com. Dot com. <laughs> uh, and all their podcasts are available on Stitcher. They've got one about musicals. they got... The Dungeons and Dragons one, Zane had a sort of list through that. Uh, if you want to talk to us, you can find us on Facebook at The Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. You, uh, we're on Twitter at Picture, Picture Rangers. Rangers. And you can email us at, at motionpicturerangers at gmail.com. If you have questions, we might do a question and answer one. Or you can comment, let us know what your top five Christmas movies are. We'd love to hear yours. If you have a pick that none of us have mentioned, that'll be great. Or if you, like me, love A Mum for Christmas starring Olivia Newton-John, <laughs> you can back me up here because it's one versus three on this. Uh, you can find me at Shane M underscore Anderson on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Chancedar. <laughs> find me at that Sundance Kid, all caps. And are you on Twitter, Zane? Yeah, yes, at Zane C. Weber. That's right. Word? I got it. Yeah. I feel like you'd be the only Zane C. Weber. I am. Weber. Even on Facebook, I'm the only Zane C. Weber. You and Chance are both really Googleable. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Which means we can't Don't do, do anything it, bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Anyway, thank you for listening, and we'll see you again next time. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. Happy Life Day. Happy Thanksgiving. (laughs) 